This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris came across this fascinating little fact or series of facts, I guess you could say, really kind of illustrates to me the, uh, what would you say, unique nature of Americans and the, and the way we think and live, I guess. I'm not really sure how you categorize this. In New Jersey, that there's a house, they say, built in the shape of an elephant. I don't, this uh, elephant, I don't know if they're talking about the elephant down in Cape May. I, I didn't think that that was a house. Uh, there's a name for that elephant. But either way, a house in New Jersey in the shape of an elephant. Then in Oklahoma, there's a house in the shape of a chicken. I should have looked that up. I'd like to see what that looks like. And then there's a house in Massachusetts made entirely of newspapers. I'm going to go pull these up real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, I should have done this before I started, but, you know, thanks to the uh, technology of podcasting, I can hit the pause button and pick up where I left off. Isn't that nifty? So the newspaper house in Massachusetts, they say entirely of newspapers. I'm not seeing that. There's a wood door and a wood frame infilled infilled with newspapers. Uh, More of a novelty thing. Purely strange, if you ask me. The chicken house in Oklahoma, you can look it up for yourself. These are all older. This chicken house built in 1961. I don't know. It doesn't look a whole lot like a chicken to me. If if somebody didn't say it was a chicken house, it just looks odd to me. And uh, if you read through about it here, it seems to be that I'm not the only one who says that. And then I was right about the New Jersey elephant house, Lucy the elephant, which I've seen I've been down there to Cape May. It's not too far from where we live. Uh, As a matter of fact, there was a little controversy about Lucy recently. They were trying to raise money to to keep Lucy, uh, you know, maintained. And what did they say? They sent out a flyer that was, uh, um, I think they used the word Holocaust in there or something like that. And... Uh, some Jewish people got upset about it. It was very strange. It was very strange. And it's a huge Jewish uh, area there, Cape May, New Jersey. Jewish community, however you'd say that. I don't know, maybe people were a little sensitive that they ended up sending out an apology. It was a big deal. Anyway, I don't look at Lucy as a house. The chicken's weird. The newspaper's weird. What does this tell you? The Americans are a little weird. I, You know, what? Uh, uh, free, freedom, I guess, uh, can bring strange things, indeed, in many ways. Anyway, I thought that was a little interesting fact about our country. The only place in the world where you'll find those things. Only here in America. Strange people, strange houses, and strange times. We're going to talk about it a little more. There's a couple of things I want to talk about today. Uh, the sabotaging of these power plants. This is a big deal. This uh, gay army colonel pup mask story, pretty interesting. And there's a lot about uh, COVID I want to share with you. 
and this Twitter story, clearly at this point, stories, I don't want to say evidence, I, you know, whatever, the process this is going to go through or not, more than likely, absolutely an infringement on free speech by the government. I, I don't understand how it's being allowed to stand, but a lot of stuff coming out here with Elon Musk buying Twitter, this whole Biden laptop story. I want to just give you a couple highlights on that in case you're not up to speed. This isn't about a lost computer. I think that's really being lost in the whole story, right? What's on the laptop? You don't, you don't even getting to that. The White House. When did they show you the response from the White House on this? Like, ah, that's old news. What do you mean? They didn't say it was a lie. They didn't say it was wrong. Anyway, we'll get to all that. Let's talk about uh, Lucy the Elephant House a little more. I think it's more entertaining, quite frankly. I was talking to my chiropractor in the office. I've been going three times a week since I got rear-ended by this uh, impaired driver. What a pain in the butt. Things are coming around. Well, anyway, he said to me, he said, I just turned everything off. He said, I really needed a break from the politics, from the news. I think he was saying the politics in particular. He said he was just getting angry all the time. And, you know, I find myself going through that. It's not healthy. Really not healthy. And we just, we're going in circles right now. Nothing's really getting done. They're just blindly spending money, further propping up the economy artificially. I don't know. Maybe it'll go on forever. What's forever? My lifetime? My children's lifetime? They're, what are we leaving? What is the legacy? I don't know. Let's not get too deep too quickly here. Let's ease our way into the conversation, shall we? I went for a great walk uh, Saturday morning. Friday night, I was up a little late. I was up late uh, Wednesday night for an important meeting I had to attend. That's why he didn't hear from me from, uh, for uh, Thursday and Friday. And I thought, it's fine. I'll come back for Sunday. I'll be refreshed. I'll be a little more engaged. And I think that is the case indeed. Sometimes I need a little break, too. But hearing my, my chiropractor say that, and I said, you know, I kind of feel the same way. He says, you're not thinking about quitting the podcast. I said, oh, yeah, no, 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 I'm not. But I do want to talk about other things from time to time. I don't always want to just talk about this political nonsense. It's like talking about a divorce. You know what I'm saying? Like emotionally. Talking about politics is like talking about your divorce all day, every day, on and on and on. This one did that, and then this one said this, and can you believe this? And oh, who does that? <laughs> all while the lawyers, the politicians, the divorce lawyer politicians stir the pot to make sure that we just keep paying record amounts of money. Not just the taxes, but the money that people are dumping into the campaigns. What a racket. It's beautiful. American politics, a money-making machine, only in America, baby. Man, the the opportunity in politics right now, huge. Listen, if, if you lack uh, basic moral values and aren't concerned about things like ethics and philosophy and uh, and, and and the the future of our country and legacy, if those things are meaningless to you, you can kill it in politics right now. Absolutely. Look at Mitch McConnell. Look at Barack Obama. Tens of millions of dollars they've been able to make. Nancy Pelosi, the money she's raked in. They didn't give a hoot about anybody. They didn't really need to come up with any great ideas. None of that. 
Look how easy it was for them. It can all be yours. Oh, the temptation. Oh, the temptation, how great it is. I suppose, I don't know, I don't really think in those terms. But there's people who do. They're running, amok. They're running the country amok. I don't know. The violation of the public trust. It's been on my mind a lot lately. And I think that, you know, if, if we could get a coordinated movement to enact violation of, of public trust laws where anybody in government and, and beyond, that you start doing things like, um, you know, creating very uh, vaccines that disrupt the entire planet and uh, broad misuse of money and, and lying to the public. Why do we not treat politicians who lie the same way we treat citizens who lie to the FBI? We need to level the playing field. You sit there and, and, and you just lie with, with complete impunity. No uh, consequences at all. It's, it's amazing. Why do we put up with it? Violations of public trust laws. And I think if we could get a movement, I think it would, it would scare the heck out of these politicians and make it retroactive. Going back for a period of 50 years, all transactions, business uh, uh, transactions that involved any tax money or any portion of the government, federal, state, or local, or fair game. And any and all violations of public trust are to become the new priority for the CIA and the FBI. Hmm? Wow. Wow. Restoring public confidence in our institutions. That we the people need to do it. Think about that a little bit. They would be the vehicle to put an end to this madness. Who was, who was the Supreme Court leaker? Remember that? Violation of public trust. Why would you do such a thing? You're going to go to jail for that for a very long time. Who's meddling in elections? Who's lying about it? The blatant lies. It's unbelievable. Violations of public trust. And, and you'd have to define that, and you'd have to come up with the penalties. And I would say in some cases, for the most serious violations of public trust, that it should be the death penalty. Absolutely. You start having that conversation. You want to talk about the threat to democracy. The biggest threat to democracy that we have right now is the corruption. Selfish people who care nothing about the country or the people in it. All they care about is filling their greedy little pockets and getting away with it. Got to put a stop to it companies, Pfizer, that whole COVID-Pfizer situation needs to be investigated. Were there violations of public trust? And if there were, then then the, the, the senior people at Pfizer and the media and the government who were aware and participated need to be held accountable. Going back 50 years. I'm not kidding. This is what needs to happen to restore the integrity of this country, to rebuild our foundation that we have any chance of surviving this mayhem. We have any chance of coming out as a country that, that even remotely resembles what it once was. 
I was out on the on the trail Saturday. I think I said that. I started to say that. And, you know, it's my happy place. It really is. Uh, I realized in talking to my chiropractor, I started to say he needed a break from listening. Sometimes I need a break. I want to talk about other things. And I can tell from the listens and the emails that a lot of people are thinking the same thing. And it's almost like, it's. A, what do you do at this point? What do you do? You know, uh, what was it, four years ago now when I asked that question? You know, people told me, pray and vote, pray and vote. And for four years we've been praying and voting, and it has not done a thing. Is it time to do something different? I don't know. I wouldn't stop praying or voting, I could tell you that, as long as we can, for God's sake. Anyway, I was out on the on the trail on Saturday morning, and in talking to my chiropractor, he said, um, this issue I'm having with my hip, he said, you, you have to walk it out. And uh, I know what he means. And He's not talking about like a little stroll. He's talking about getting at it really long stretch strides to uh, stretch out the hips and glutes and lower back. And these are big muscle groups, and I'm a big guy, you know. And uh, so sitting too much in our sedentary lifestyles, not that I'm a very sedentary person, Although I have put on a couple of pounds conveniently here for the end of the year. I'll tell you what. But anyway, uh, Saturday morning, I I got up late. I had this late meeting Wednesday, which is why I wasn't here. Then I was up late Friday. And uh, I I can't handle this kind of lateness. It's messing me up. Anyway, I woke up late Saturday morning. I said, you know what? Let's go. Let's get at it. And I put on my heated vest, which is phenomenal. Used it Friday night, Saturday morning. And uh, I just got out there, and I just really ripped out a few miles, just chugged it out. And I was uh, coming back. I was like, whew, I was sweating, you know, and I was feeling it. My legs were feeling it. But it felt good. That air, that sunlight, that brisk brisk air was about 40 degrees. And uh, on the way out, you know, it was chilly. Coming back, that's when I was sweating a little bit. I did a few bodyweight squats. I did a few uh, lunges carefully, watching my knees. I don't want to get too crazy. Stretching, really. Not so much, you know, not like hammering out squats like a workout. Like more like you know, deep, deep knee bend uh, stretch. And, and the same with the, uh, uh, with the lunge. More like a yoga lunge and stretch and turn. This feels really good with my back and doing all this outside in the sun, the sun, the vitamin D. The, it's just it's good for you. I hear so many people talk about how they're depressed and they're unhealthy and they're this. Well, get outside. Start there. Drink some water. Eat something green, dark green, every day. See what happens. You might be amazed. You really might. Walking, fresh air. Do a couple of push-ups? Oh, no, now we're just getting crazy. Ask people to live like that. I know, I know. Friday night, I tore it up. I'm, I'm modifying the fire pit. If you haven't heard me talk about it, this is like serious sophistication. Dig, digging a hole in the ground, not just any hole. <laughs> we're a little bit, a little bit hillbilly with the fires. I don't care. 
this pin oak I got, I got uh, earlier in the season. It's like perfectly dried. I don't care. I ordered another cord in. I called my buddy up the street. I said, you guys got wood? I don't need any. I've got at least two cords out of here for Christmas. There's no way we're going to burn that much. I've got these big logs. Probably more like three quarts. I don't know. It's not really stacked that I can. It's all kind of hodgepodge, which is fun, too. It's really, really hillbilly style. It's awesome. We love it. But anyway, I had a round hole in the ground I dug. I was testing this, and I've modified it to be like a rectangle, which is not really a good. It's really an awful shape right now, actually. And we're going to, and it's got, so I've got like a berm behind it to reflect the heat back. I'm just going to have a wall of heat and have it reflecting back. It's going to be magnificent with this pin oak. Uh, I burned some Friday night. It just gets like incredibly hot, that stuff. Anyway, I called my buddy. I, got, I called him. I said, do you have any wood? He said, yeah. The stuff I have, none of it's split. And I'm not, I started to split a little bit Friday night. I'm like, what am I doing? First of all, I didn't bring this in to split it. That's not what I wanted to do. But you need some split to get the fire going. It's a little hard to just light a log on fire. Uh, so anyway, I started to split some, and I'm like, I'm, I'm not going through this. And I thought, oh, I'll just split a log or two. That's not how it works. You're going to split up a pretty good pile, get some good coals going. So I called my buddy. You got wood? Yeah. Any chance you can, you know, get me some next week? Yeah, how's Monday? Great. Is it dry? Yeah, it's dry. All right. Send it over. $300. Holy smokes. It's going to be great wood. I'll, so I'll use that for a year. I'll mix that in. That's what I'll use to $300. I'll tell you, with friends like that, who needs enemies? You know what I mean? Anyway, I was out on the trail. I enjoyed it. We had a fire. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Three houses in America, people, a chicken house, an elephant house, and a newspaper house. Weird. Let alone some of the tree houses in this country. It's strange, isn't it, that they only exist in America? What would it be about America that you would have a, a, a chicken house or a newspaper house or an elephant? Nobody else in the world ever thought you would think maybe you'd have an elephant house in India or something like that. I don't know. Strange. Here's another uh, interesting little fact for you. Did you know that uh, penguins are the only birds to walk upright? Now, I don't know exactly how that was determined because as I pondered that, I thought, well, what about chickens or uh, flamingos and, and whatnot? But I guess maybe that's not considered upright the way they're, they're standing there. Perhaps not. Certainly not the same as the penguin. It's not the same as the penguin that pretty much you know, wobbles, right? Interesting. Unique, though. Why is that? Because the, the penguin is structurally unique in the same way our country is structurally unique. And it's what makes us Americans. It's what makes us us. And it's changing, changing a lot, really. And I'm not the only one saying that. I'm sure you see it. I mean, it's really undeniable, I think. And, you know, my whole life I've heard people say in you know various different ways that, you know, uh, uh, the only constant is change, that things are always changing. And you're either changing with it or, I don't know. I don't know. And, I, you know, partly I think my whole life I've always wanted to live in some other era. 
I've thought, you know, maybe I, maybe I should have been living in the 1800s or, and I don't know. I like modern amenities. I like vehicles and phones and air travel. So then I think, I don't know, maybe I was, should have been in the early 1900s or maybe the 50s. The 50s were a great time. I don't know. But either way, you can't go back to it. There's no going back to it. You just got to make the best of what you have, really. What does that look like? You know, for us, we really enjoy a nice life. You know, it's the simple things for me. And I guess, I don't know what you chalk that up to, just the simple tastes or, uh, you know, I've had an opportunity to travel around the world. I've done a lot of things. I've owned different businesses and been involved in many things that I, I found that to be very rewarding. And uh, now it's just those simple things. Grilling. Can't wait to, we're going to grill uh, Christmas Eve steak and shrimp on the grill. It's going to be phenomenal. Steak and shrimp on the grill with nothing but salt and pepper. Pull that off the grill. Uh, these are like a thin steak and big, big shrimp. We get this uh, Kelchner's horseradish cocktail sauce. It's the only cocktail sauce I really like. They make a mustard, too, that's phenomenal. But anyway, we're going to do that. I love that my son, he's, he's like, man, I can't wait. Good meat off the grill. That's it. Salt and pepper, meat, fire, outside. That's it. That's the equation right there. Bacon. You want to toss a little bacon in there? Yeah, we're going to do big breakfast, too. That's what we like. I like being able to. I was out there digging Friday, like I said. I, just, I like to be able to do that stuff. I, thought, I was got a little winded. I said, I'm not in the best shape right now. Not in the worst shape. I'm just carrying a few pounds that I don't need to carry around. But, you know, many people unhappy with their People are miserable in a lot of ways, especially our, our aging population. Well, look, look at the lives that a lot of people have, have uh, created for themselves. They're shut-ins. This one talk about getting outside. You're sitting around in a house or an apartment or an old age home. No thanks. I, don't, I couldn't live like that. I don't know how people, God, God bless you if you're listening right now and that's how you live. How do you do it? I couldn't do it. Somebody's like, oh, you're making me depressed. Thanks. You know, I traded my whole life for this retirement home, Chris, and then thanks for ruining it. I, God bless you. I couldn't do it. I really couldn't. I see people that love it. I can uh, understand the communal aspect of it, I suppose. Uh, there's one uh, where we used to live in town there, man. They had bus services to the mall. And, I mean, it was full service apartments. You know, some people needed care. Some didn't. No thank you. I'd rather be on the side of a mountain. So what are you going to do? Things change. You're either going to make the best of it. You're going to change with it. You're going to capitalize on it. For us right now, quite frankly, you know, the inflation's been great. We've been uh, kind of predictably, not that I haven't been nervous at times, but uh, between you and I, our you know, finances, for the most part, are as good as ever. Put our balance sheet, anyway, cash flow is a little strained because things are expensive. We're in the, coming up on three years in this house and oh, the money we've spent. <laughs> spending but otherwise it's been great for us not a problem we saw it coming adjusted i don't know but either way new year's is coming up and i said i noticed a lot of people are unhappy 
They're unhappy about finances. They're unhappy about relationships. They're unhealthy, unhappy because they look in the mirror and they're, they're many pounds heavier than they were three years ago. And you can see the evidence of this as well. And those three key areas create a lot of stress. When you're not feeling good, when you don't like the way you look, uh, when you don't have people around you that you can rely on, or maybe worse, they're creating problems for you, and, and the finances, those three areas. I mean, those are, those are the three areas of your life. And we have New Year's coming up. So what can you do? What can you do to bring progress in those areas that you want to see? You know, for me, uh, like I said, the inflation has affected our cash flow. We don't have unlimited money or such excess that we don't need to, you know, that we live without a budget or something like that. So the, the, the rise in prices, it's definitely had an impact on us. And not a lot that I can do right now to change that beyond what I've already done. Uh, but one of the things, we have quite a few subscriptions hanging out there that we don't use. And so come January, it's time. It's time for me to go through and, uh, and purge those things out. And it'll probably save a few hundred dollars a month. It's kind of crazy, right? Uh, relationships, I don't want to get into that right now. But the health aspect I do, I'm going to probably, not probably, I'm going to do my thing uh, where I start getting back in shape come the first business day of January. And we'll see what the, the exact date. I'll pick that a little later. But I was tossing around the idea of offering a little um, uh, do it as a group, anybody who wanted to join me. And uh, basically, I have a little formula that I follow, the, the nutritional, uh, the eating aspect, if you will. Um, water and, and sleep and activity and um, I've really uh, adjusted the technique of getting in shape over the years you know I, I just naturally like to be fat <laughs> I like to eat you know left to my own accord eat you name it I like good stuff I like bad stuff <laughs> I like what do I mean by that I like things like Doritos. I think they're, you know, they, they taste good. That's when, I don't know why I picked Doritos. Not necessarily my favorite. You know, pizza. Yeah. Hoagies. Lay it out. <laughs> you know, I like the good stuff. The steak, the green smoothies. I get back at the green smoothies. I like it all, and I just like to eat. And especially if I'm working hard and being active. But if you can dial in the discipline and find a groove on all that, You'd be surprised at how quickly you can transform your body. And they say, well, you can only lose a, a pound, one to two pounds a week. Any more than that's not safe. That's such total bunk. You can get in shape way faster, and it's way healthier to do it. I, I've done it many times. I forget what my record is at this point, 40 pounds in eight weeks or something like that. You can easily drop 30 pounds in, in two months. Not a problem. 15 pounds a month, easy peasy, not even an issue. That's what, like four pounds a week, three to five pounds a week, no problem. And uh, and not without a ton of work. And you could probably save money doing it, quite frankly. Instead of eating out all the time, eating real food, walking, that's the key. 
So this time around, I'm going to really ramp up the walking. I'm in good shape with it. And the way I'm going to do that, I think, is with timed, weighted uh, runs, walks. You know, just be, uh, you know, shooting for sub 15 minute miles with probably 20 pounds in a pack. Nothing too crazy. I want to be doing like 40, 50 pounds because then your back, your knees, I don't want to do that. I actually have these leg weights. I thought about putting them on my legs, but I don't think I want to do that. I think I'm going to wear it. We'll see. I got to dial that in. I'll test it a little bit. And then I'm just going to focus um, on building a little bit of uh, definition and shoulders and arms and chest and get ready for spring and hopefully be in shape. That's the idea. I'll do my dead hangs and work my way into some good pull-ups. And we'll see. We'll take it from there. That's kind of my New Year's plan. So, I don't know. It's Like I said, I was thinking about doing like a um, like a weekly mastermind call where everybody kind of wanted to shoot for like a, you know, drop 30 pounds in eight weeks or something like that. Just a small group of people. I don't know. I got to think about it. Let's see. I gotta, I, I'm trying to be really careful what I commit to right now. I'm really in a happy place, not too busy. I got a little bit of flexibility in my schedule, and I realize that I, I like that. Anyway, look at the time. I've been yammering on for a while here. Let me mention a couple of quick stories, and then I want to talk about COVID for a little bit, and then I want to get into this Twitter thing. Judge orders flight attendant fired for her pro-life views reinstated. I couldn't believe this when I saw it. It was Southwest Airlines. And uh, I feel like it was over, um, uh, what do you call it, Um, uh, social media posts. Does it say here? Uh, The union had been caught spending members' dues on pro-abortion activities. Uh, She told Epic Times after the judge's ruling was released, I want to go back, hold my head up, and say you can't do this anymore. It's very good that this was defended. I I saw, um, not saw, I was listening to a little excerpt from this uh, gay wedding cake uh, uh, case with the Supreme Court. And I don't even know the details of it this time around. I feel like it might even be a graphic designer this time, not the the wedding cake. And the lawyer arguing to prosecute the artist, if you will, you know, was saying that it should be illegal to discriminate based on sex. And Amy Comey Barrett, horrible pick, I think, for judge, by the way, for Supreme Court, but whatever, um, she said, the question she asked, she said, let me ask you this question in reverse. Suppose you had a very liberal organization that was very non-traditional marriage, and then a, a Catholic or Christian organization went to that graphic designer, and, and she went on this whole question very eloquently. And she was tying, uh, she, you know, these, it says website built by, that's their standard practice, so they basically have to attach themselves uh, to this Catholic cause that they may not agree with. And the lawyer said, no, that would not be protected. Um, and it was a fascinating argument. I don't have it here to play for you. I mean, it was some of, you know, really complex. I couldn't really quite understand it, at least not with one listening. 
And I thought to myself, and she seemed to kind of agree with the conclusion. I don't know. She didn't say that, or I didn't hear her say that. But it's very simple, right? When you say, well, if you're going to say you have to make me the cake, then the reverse would be true as well. I said, no, that doesn't work. It's evil. The, the turning upside down of the basic rules of fairness, unjust laws, that's the name for it. I wanted to mention this story. This is the uh, pup mask story. Apparently there's a, a, a gay sexual fetish, there's probably a better name for this, uh, where men wear these pup masks. And this army colonel came out I guess after he retired, uh, photos of him in uniform and uh, calling people out, uh, telling them that, you know, they had something to say to him. They could come, you know, he had something for them, um, displaying graphic photos of him with this pup mask and in uniform and government places and with other uh, Army uh, uh, soldiers. And... um, Wow. Wow is all I can say. You know, I I don't know that you could say that, you know, stuff like this hasn't been, wasn't going on for a long time. Look at what was going on in the churches. And you say, you know, how this is consenting adults at least. You think. I don't know. I'm not so sure about that either. I wouldn't wouldn't be too surprised if there wasn't some uh, bullying going along to the point of it's practically rape. I'm not kidding you. I don't know. Uh, I thought when I first saw it, I thought it was fake. I looked into it a little bit more, and it's not fake. And this is what's happening in the military. You would think they'd be ready, be readying for uh, combat preparedness, but instead, there's this uh, distraction. I guess. I don't know what this guy hopes to get out of this. By the way, talk about. Uh, I don't see how this helps his career, his life at all. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it does. The story here, uh, who is purposely sabotaging power plants all over the all over America? This is really worth paying attention to. Uh, I emailed Butch Erskine from Hope for Survival. I'm hoping to get him on after the new year. I had texted him uh, a couple of weeks ago and asked him to come on, and he said yes. And after I sent the text, I, it, once it was gone from my screen, I just completely forgot about it, didn't leave myself a reminder. And here we are a couple of weeks later, and I think, oh, my goodness. I'm getting old, you know, old or senile or both. I don't know. But anyway, I said, let's get to it after the new year. But I want to ask him this question. You know, how do you prepare for this? You see what's happening in Ukraine, you know, where, where power is being cut off and, and consequentially uh, water and sewer services are going to go with it. Are people prepared for that? We are. Am I prepared enough? I don't know. You say, well, we're not uh, going to experience a Ukraine situation. Well, you think Colonel Pup is going to protect us from an attack? I don't know. I wouldn't feel so, so, so totally secure about that. But either way, there's these attacks um, being made on the infrastructure here. They don't know who's doing it. The first report was uh, a theory that it was like you know, white nationalists trying to stop a drag queen show. Really funny. There's been a bunch of these incidents going on. This latest North Carolina thing was not an uh, isolated incident. But somehow, because they made a, there was a drag show going on at the same time, they somehow make that conclusion. Fascinating, really, right? No evidence to support it. 
Just a broad, sweeping theory. Whitey did it. That's our, that's our conclusion. How do you know that uh, Russians or pro-Russian uh, actors haven't come across our border and aren't doing it? I ta- I've been talking about this. You know, the vulnerability of our grid, when you look at Russia's doing to Ukraine and how powerful, the more I think about this, uh, in this modern society, that this, uh, you know, cutting off the lights is, has serious consequences. Serious consequences, right? So, and I said to you, as I pondered this, I thought, man, you don't need to be a world superpower to do it. And I don't even really know anything about the grid. I'm sure if you could take some, you know, uh, you know, some a foreign government that had, you know, the proper resources to investigate this stuff and locate it and look at satellite images and and develop simple plans and and develop a plan of attack, I could imagine that with a very small number of people in a short period of time that you could wreak some serious havoc. It's a little freaky to me, and you can't stop. You certainly can't stop it at this point. Closing the border would be a good start, but if, if, if this is the end, I'm not saying that it is. I mean, this is as a broad sweeping. To suggest that the Russians are behind this is as broad sweeping a theory as to say that white nationalists are behind it. But either way, look at the vulnerability. Are pre- people prepared? I don't think so. I don't think people are people prepared to sustain longer term disruptions to services. Not just 24 hours or three days or seven days. It could be weeks, months, or people prepared to deal with that. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. Here's a, 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 a witness saying that COVID-19 was an engineered virus before it escaped from the Wuhan lab. What does that word escaped mean? Who made it and why? And why isn't it being clearly disclosed? You didn't hear anything about an investigation. Well, the Chinese aren't very helpful. Somehow we still have Americans there in the lab. Is the money still flowing? Look at the consequences. I think this was from uh, Australia. A 14-year-old girl rejected because uh, she's not vaccinated. Let's see. No, it's here. Duke University Hospital. Wouldn't give her the kidney transplant, not vaccinated. Unreal, really, that the hospital would make that condition. How is that even legally allowed? I don't know. I'm sure they are operating within the law. And then I saw this. The United States has never recorded this many positive flu tests in one week. Why isn't anybody studying that? Why would that be? Well, it's because of the lockdowns and people's immune system. Yet another consequence, violations of the public trust. Why isn't it being looked into and investigated? It's really amazing when you think about it. Really unbelievable that these these simple, not simple, uh, huge matters, simple matters, yes, public trust being breached. I didn't even get to any of the Twitter stuff, and it's about time to go. So sadly... You're going to have to wait another day, but I, hold on. I, I know you've heard what's going on. You're not, you know, the, the what is happening is nothing new. That, that, that term's getting put into the White House. I sound like the White House now. Nothing new revealed here. Uh, this story's a lot bigger than what's even being discussed. It's not just Twitter. It's the whole network, all of them, all violations of public trust. This is huge. We'll have to cover it tomorrow. God willing, I'll be here. Hope to see you there. Make it a great day.